Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. And the goal of this podcast is to share topics and guests that will empower our audience, you, to grow as a confident leader in your business or your life. Today, my guest is Caitlin Kresmer. Is that Yeah, you got it. Awesome. You know, with a name like Nethling, it, I, yeah, I never know. <laughs> it's that angry Polish that silence. Yes, yes, I, <laughs> I so I, I have the German, yeah, right? <laughs> it took many years for Caitlin to understand the true meaning of self-worth. It took many more years before she took accountability for her life and changed her way of thinking so that she could regain control of her life and live her best life. Don't we all want that? Detaching her body image from her sense of self-worth. Caitlin dedicated herself to working through a mindset shift, opened herself up for growth opportunities, taking time to reflect within, enabled her to become more accountable, motivated, and courageous. She mastered her thoughts of me. Instead of worrying about others and what they thought of her, in the end, she lost 100 pounds. Let's just woohoo for you. Yay. And to everyone else who's done yes, that. That's right. Done what they need to do to fall into themselves. Congratulations. Yes. She went through a divorce, moved across Providence of Ontario. She lost friends, gained friends, established professional relationships, and rediscovered herself, her love of self and fashion. In 2020, and here I love this part, she bossed up and made it a mission to advocate for other women, I'm right there with you, helping them to fully claim their potential by mastering their minds, mastering their bodies, and taking control of their lives. Our theme today appropriately is personal transformation. So get your paper and pencil out. Let's get some good notes. And please join me in welcoming Caitlin Kresmer. Hey, Caitlin, this is just so good to have you on the show. I'm so happy to have you. Hi, Vicki. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here and to share some of my story and talk to you today and connect with some of these beautiful women who are out here listening today. You know, I love to share my story and inspire wherever I can. So thank you for having me. Awesome. I always start out with an easy question and, you know, the bio gave a little bit of it away, but where do you call home? What city did you live in? 
So I am in Ottawa, Ontario, and oh. I actually just moved here in uh, 2020, just before, a couple months before the great pandemic hit us. Uh -huh. um, originally, I'm from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Uh, for those of you who don't know, is um, a remote uh, rural community in Ontario. So I went from country girl to city girl, and I absolutely love the difference. And <laughs> I knew I needed to be somewhere bigger. So yeah, yeah. So, and Ontario is beautiful. I've not been to Ottawa. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. And you know mm -hmm. what, I think that's part of why I wanted to come here is because I was used to the rural outdoor life. Mm -hmm. But Ottawa honestly has a ton of that. You don't think it would. It's a big city feel, but you have mm -hmm. the best of both worlds. You have the city, mm -hmm. and then you have the country as well. So it's a, a perfect in between place for me to be while transitioning and figuring out where I want to go from awesome. here. But for now, Ottawa's home. Yeah. And it's always nice to have the convenience of things to do and places to relax and have fun. Absolutely. So transformation, when we think of that word, body image does come into mind, but explain to the audience, what is body image really? So body image is basically one's personal perception of their physical body. So the overall shape of their body, their height, their weight, their hair color, facial features, skin color, everything like that, that embodies the physical appearance. Um, but what a lot of people don't know is that body image actually also includes the emotions that we have when we see our body and the behaviors that occur as a result mm -hmm. of how we feel about our body. So all three go together, how we perceive our body, the emotions we have about our body and the behaviors that result. So an example of, you know, maybe a body image moment, as I'll call it, <laughs> is maybe a woman getting up for the day, looking in the mirror, she's gotten dressed, but suddenly she zones in on her thighs and she hates her thighs. Mm -hmm. And now she's not comfortable in her outfit. So she starts to feel sad or depressed and she closes in on herself. And so instead of going out for the day, she just shuts down, goes back to bed and just wants to isolate herself. So that's an example of body image and how a negative body image mindset will affect your tone for the day and how you go about your life. So true. So true. And, and I know for older women like myself, you know, in my fifties, I guess it started. And, and now in my sixties, I, I would look in the mirror and what I expected to see, I didn't always see. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why I got into the anti-aging and wellness, because I thought, you know, I don't want that mindset. I don't want that trigger. I want to be pleased with my body image. And it's, it is inside out. It's not just that physical appearance, but it is your attitude and everything. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And your body image perception can be so deep rooted. It really just depends on, um, you know, how early on someone got into your mind, whether it was the media, someone in your culture, someone in your family or social circle, it just depends how early on you heard something and it, it, it just becomes a trigger. It gets so deep rooted, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and it's unfortunate. And it, like you say, you felt it in your fifties. I felt it in my twenties. I have a cousin who was 16, a young teenager, and she's going through body image issues as most teenagers do. Mm -hmm. Then there's also my grandma who's in her late seventies, who still to this day does not like her body. And she wears clothes that are sizes bigger than they need uh, to be. So, so you just see it on every end of the spectrum and it's where mm -hmm. does it start? And more importantly, when does it stop? 
Like, do we yeah. ever stop feeling it or focusing on our appearance? Big issue. Yeah. It just so affects your being happy. And, yeah. you know, that's the goal in life, right? Absolutely. So you, we talked a little bit about you losing friends, gaining friends. Um, you had a divorce, though. So what was it like, that journey that that you had after divorce, after your marriage? You know, a lot of people, that that's a, a whole thing with body image. You know, now all of a sudden, you don't have that person that you maybe let go of things because you had that person and now all of a sudden you don't have that person and you, yeah. you're now all of a sudden your body image is important again uh, just talk to us about what was that like for you yeah you know what and, and it's true and body image is something that definitely correlates with relationships but that's a whole topic for another day. <laughs> another day <laughs> um, yeah but honestly I got my clarity while I was in my marriage and that's what brought an end to my marriage. Um, so honestly, after marriage was much easier for me because I was so much more aligned with myself. Um, so I kind of moved on, but I'll just share more of my story throughout my marriage um, just to give you some idea mm -hmm. of the process that I went through and someone might've felt these after their marriage, you don't know. Um, but when I got married, I was lacking in confidence and self-worth. And that's what I gained and had at the end of my marriage that resulted in a divorce. At the time I got married, I weighed over 250 pounds. I was an overeater. I bullied myself by making fun of myself. And I bullied my husband by making fun of us as a plus size couple. Mm -hmm. um, food had become a coping mechanism for me to the point where I was addicted and wanting takeout three to four nights a week. So food really dictated our relationship. We just sat at home and ate. Um, but I finally had an aha moment one night. I was a huge fan and still am a fan of the show, My 600 Pound Life on TLC. I don't know if you've heard of <laughs> that heard one. Of I'm it, guessing yeah. you do, but I loved that show. Um, but this one night I had this epiphany while I was watching it and I realized two things. I had gained weight so rapidly that I was either going to be featured on that show at some point, or I was just going to die because yeah. I had gotten so unhealthy so quickly and mm -hmm. I wasn't okay with either of those options. So that led me to do some research and some soul searching. And I met with a counselor and discovered that I was a victim of diet culture. And mm. that's when I learned what diet culture was and that I have body image issues and was actually ashamed of being plus size. So because of that and my lack of confidence and my lack of value that I, what I perceived as lack of value, I settled and I married someone that I shouldn't have. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I came to realize that, and, you know, as I'm growing in my confidence in these realizations, I start feeling better internally. I start eliciting more energy. So I want to try new things. I'm getting involved in different activities and I'm starting to eat better, but now I'm starting to resent my husband because he's not taking on these new challenges right. and activities with me and he's still eating the bad food and wants that lifestyle. So our habits were completely different. And when I had the conversation with him about compromise and, you know, doing more of what I wanted to do, yeah. the answer was just, no, it wasn't for him. And so it was just very clear that as much as we were each other's people before growing into this new, what I considered a better, a better, more confident version of myself, he yeah. wasn't my person. And yeah. though he was a great person, he wasn't my person and our lives didn't align anymore. Mm. So 
the divorce itself was easy for me. Obviously, I felt bad hurting him. He was he didn't expect it at the time. And there's all the family and friends that are involved. And that's yeah. where I lost some of my friendships was with that divorce. Um, but after I, I actually appreciated being by myself because mm. that gave me more time to turn inward even more mm. and decide, okay, what do I really want? Do I want to stay in Thunder Bay? Do I want to date? I didn't even want to date right away at the time. I, I just, I felt free and happy and fully myself. And as much as I loved him when we were married, it was just, it became clear that a relationship wasn't for me at the time. I just needed me as a woman yeah. to step into yeah. myself. So yeah, that's kind of what went on with my marriage. So were you young when you got married? Uh, not so much. Okay, let me think here. 2014. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so mid-20s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Late 20s. Yeah, I was divorced by 30. Mm. So. It's, it's interesting that you know, whenever you go through that and you realize, I, I think that's a big part of gaining your confidence is being okay with you Absolutely. and, and that you like being around you and you are okay with just you in a room and quiet in a book or whatever so many people have to have noise, have to have people around and activity and it affects their mindset. It affects their happiness. Yep. And I, I think, you know, what you described really shows how you can grow and evolve to something so much better just yes. by appreciating you. Absolutely. And, and isolation is overall a bad thing, but I think in situations like this, I wouldn't even look at it as isolating, but just yeah. being by yourself, it just, it helps you really internalize who you are and who you want to be. And, mm -hmm. you know, where am I now? And do I want to have this in the future? And what's my life going to look like in the future? And how will I be affected with or without what's happening with me right now? Mm -hmm. And I think constantly having people around your rights, um, it's people just have to be kept busy, but you have to wonder what are you trying to drown out inside? Yeah, Why do you always yeah. need companionship? What thoughts internally are you scared of? Right? What do you need to let go of mm -hmm. to, to grow in yourself and be comfortable being by yourself? Yeah. So what, what does it mean to master your mind? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so this is something that I work on with my clients in my coaching practice. But basically mastering your mind is being in control of your thoughts and your reactions to situations. So setting aside that time, like I was just saying, to be by yourself and really reflect. So it, it's basically accepting that everything that happens to you in your life is honestly a result of your inner monologue. And people comment on that all the time, a lot of professionals, and I think it's 100% true. I think of where I was before I got married, when I got married, and after I got married, and how I was mentally and emotionally as a person yeah. at each stage of life. Um, it's completely true. So when you're improving your mindset, you learn to recognize negative thoughts and replace them quickly with positive ones or positive affirmations. It's a lengthy journey to master your mind. In all honesty, it's not something quick and it doesn't happen overnight. You have to be willing um, to put in the time, which is why I look for clients who are determined women, because you really have to be accountable to yourself to put in the time to do this. 
But that said, it's 100% achievable and 100% rewarding. Mastering your mind and controlling your thoughts, it completely alters the course of your life. I'm a living example of that. And it puts you back in control of your story mm -hmm. and claiming what you want. So don't let the negative seep in. So to me, what you described is really a behavior change that, and you just like a culture change, behavior change does not happen overnight. Yeah. And you have to believe that you need it. You know, yeah. you have to, you have to hit rock bottom, if you will, yeah. to do that. So I definitely could see how having somebody like you to, to be that person to, to, to maybe bolster you up as well as give you ideas and suggestions to keep you accountable and keep you motivated. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so easy to get consumed in negative thoughts, right? And, and professionals say again that um, we have more negative thoughts than positive ones, which is true, which is why it's so important to recognize them early on and replace them. But when you get consumed, it's, it's a matter of recognizing that mm -hmm. you're not controlling any part of your life. You don't have a say, you know, internally you're not happy. And yeah, it's reflecting on how I feel and what behaviors can I change? Like you say, um, that can put me in a better space so that I'm controlling my thoughts, not the other mm -hmm. way around. And I'm living my happy, carefree life. Yeah. And so many times the people around us, maybe that have the negatives and, and our, our family, our yeah. husbands, our children, and so having somebody to say, okay, I can't get rid of you because, you know, I love you, but <laughs> so we got to set up some boundaries. I got to put some distance yeah. here and work on myself. But, but sometimes, you know, if you can just uh, call a friend kind of thing and say, okay, this is going on and I could use some perspective here. We need to fix this. <laughs> yes. So definitely that's where the value and the benefit of someone that can coach you through something like that. Absolutely. Do body image and self-worth mean the same thing? No, they absolutely do not. But the unfortunate thing is that people blend them together yeah. all the time. And I, yeah. we see that so often. I think, I think it's quite obvious. Um, but like I said earlier, body image is some, and as how someone perceives their physical body, where a self-worth is, is one's overall value just for being a person. So let's be real when it comes to your worth and your value, you're a good person or you're not. And at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with your mm -hmm. appearance. Right. Um, but, and I definitely see where the confusion comes from. And a yeah. lot of it is, um, social media and mainstream <laughs> ideas that are out there about how you're supposed to look and how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to feel. And it, it's really hard to feel that you're valuable when you're also told that you're different, right? Yeah. You feel like you don't belong. And because I, my body doesn't have this shape or I don't have this hair color or whatever it is, I, I'm not, I don't deserve to have this job or have this happy future or go after my goals. And it completely deters you. So I see where mm -hmm. the confusion comes. I see where people meld it together, um, but it, it's really important. And again, that's part of mastering your mind and taking control is learning to detach your appearance from your worth because they are not the same. And mm -hmm. that's kind of, and that's the issue that I had before I got married. I completely believed I wasn't capable of more. I, you know, I went through a few mm -hmm. different careers and 
this whole whirlwind I won't get into, but it's because I didn't, couldn't recognize my worth or value myself because I was fat. I was different. I had red hair. I, back then I had crooked teeth and braces and all the things that were just traumas <laughs> for me from being a child, right? It just stuck and oh. you really have to work on that. <laughs> but yes, they're not yeah. the same thing. And if you're struggling with that, really reflect on how you're connecting things because mm. they don't belong together at all. And it, it's so funny. You talk about your hair and, and for me, like a bad hair day can be a bad day and mm-hmm. and and you know that it shouldn't but it it just really can and, and the frustration um I, I think that um to to just be able to get over that like okay I'm gonna just wear a ponytail today and this yeah. is what I'm gonna do you know yeah or, and, you, and you should be able to ultimately at the end of the day look at the mirror and be like okay cool moving oh, on I look you know this is Whatever. this is <laughs> this is my cash look and I'm good with it, you know, or, you know, or, oh, this is my dressed up fancy, you know, evening gown kind of look and I'm okay with that too. Yeah. You know, and and just know that everything it's, and I think I, I I love to look at my grandkids uh, and how they look at me. And it's, it's like they, you could just see this love no matter how you know if if we wake up in the morning and I look like crap they still want to hug and kiss me and stuff and so I think that's what you you know that's where we have to kind of just get over it I guess absolutely and you have to nurture that spirit you have to keep that going in them right no matter what the pressures are from society let them remember that a person's a person and love them just love them I mean here I I do have an anti-aging wellness business and I, you know, I do try to, to, to have people look good and feel good, but it's just because it's so tied to that self-image piece. It, it, it it's is. like, you know, it's like, okay, well, don't let yourself go down the drain. Yeah. You know, but it's, ha- we do also all have a certain aesthetic, right? We yeah. all, I mean, there's your general grooming, brushing your teeth, brushing your yes. hair, shower, washing grooming, your face, right? But there's, we all also have preferences, but you just really have to say, look at why, why am I doing this? Why do yeah. I want the anti-aging cream? Does it make me feel better? Or do I feel like I have to do it? Or right. is it an obsession where you have to have it all the time and you have every single cream that's out there and you're using <laughs> a few different ones at a time, right? I mean, there's a difference between doing something to make yourself just generally feel better because it's a part of you and obsessing about it yeah. and feeling the need to. So those creams are perfectly okay. It's just how you're going about using them and yeah. why. It's, you know, it leads nicely to this next piece, which is how, uh, what does beautiful plus unconventional mean to you? Oh, so beautiful and unconventional is very important to me. It makes my heart happy all the time. It's actually a slogan that I developed from my e-commerce fashion boutique, Bohemian Beach Boutique. Um, And it's basically a woman who lives unconventionally carefree, Um, you know, despite the societal norms and trends and fads and ridiculous opinions that are out there. She's just unequivocally herself and not afraid to show off her style personality and, and just be her. She doesn't fall into all the bullshit mm-hmm. pressures that are out there for women from mainstream society so that's beautiful and unconventional just being yourself and not being afraid to do that yeah every time I think of bohemian that's exactly what I think of you that's know it's it. like yeah. you yeah. know and that person that has that style always captures a person's attention as they walk in a room 
Absolutely. It's a statement maker. And it's because yeah. you're standing out because you are different. Yeah. At the end of the day, as much as people talk about how you need to be the same, being different and being unique is it, it's so much better. And there's a reason people are drawn to it because mm-hmm. it's authentic, right? Mm-hmm. You're not right. the same as everybody else. So it's beautiful. And that's why I use the word bohemian in the boutique's name because it all yeah. just melts beautifully yeah. as an independent, carefree woman just vibing her thing. Yeah. Love it. How do you let go of old beliefs and thought patterns? So this is another um, lengthy process, much like learning to control your mindset. Um, In a way, they do go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. um, but definitely not a one and done process. It's a matter of self-reflection and really turning within and being able to dig up those emotions, the painful emotions and looking at your past. Um, So you're kind of looking at identifying where a belief or feeling that you have came from who did it come from at what stage of your life were you in when you came across Mm -hmm. it who was this individual you know what was their role to you um what did they criticize about you or or what did you hear from them that made you think something wrong about yourself because all of our negative body image beliefs come from somewhere something happened once upon a time that got this in your Mm -hmm. head Um, So you really have to go through the past and look at everything that's happened between then and now and write it all down, voice memo it down, be very specific, go through the pains and the hurts because you can't grow without that. It's a process, but Mm -hmm. do it. And then once you've identified the roots, it's a matter of digging them out and disposing of them. We're not going to replant them. Yeah, That's where that mindset control comes in and using the positive affirmations and replacing the negative thoughts. Um, you know, and once you do this, you, you start to see the new perceptions that you want and they become more real for you. Mm-hmm. So it, it hurts to let go of old beliefs, but you have to, to move forward mm-hmm. and really fall in love with and appreciate yourself and find your worth and value. Yeah. Just always forgive and forget yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then giving forgiveness to, to the past, right? Whatever yeah. happens, yeah. write a letter to the situation or the person, tear it out, burn it, toss it in the wind, let it go, forgive yeah. and fall in love with who you are. Yeah. Because that really affects your mindset. You know, I have so many stories of people that I've known in my life where they just couldn't let go. Yeah. It's, Hold it's on like, to it. it's, and it's destroyed relationships and, and their happiness and, and just made them sad. And it's like, yeah. but why it was years ago. Yeah. What, what's it worth? Like, what have mm-hmm. you gotten out of it for yourself, for your growth, yeah. for your confidence, yeah. for your happiness? What mm-hmm. has holding on to something negative gotten you? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It makes me sad when people yeah. hold on to those things and they're just, they're for so sure. unwilling to let go. And it's mm-hmm. hard. Right. Guess what time it is? Oh no, it's scary time. <laughs> Rapid fire. Okay. And no so again, this will be easy for you. You had such a, an extensive bio that I thought I would throw some of these things into the rapid fire. Okay. So let us first talk about body image struggles men and women face today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, more struggles are geared towards women. I think we see that in the media. It's been that way for years. Um, for women specifically, it's the slender body, the big perky boobs, the blonde hair, um, you know, all of these physical things that are 
at the end of the day, not realistic or attainable. Um, one of the things that women face as well is ageism. And this goes hand in hand, Vicky, with what you mm-hmm. do with your yeah. anti-aging creams and stuff. There's this pressure for women to be youthful. And despite the natural gravity and change of the human body, right? The body changes, things start to droop. We can't control that. (laughs) There's this pressure for 40, 50, 60 year old women to look like they're back in their twenties. You know, so there's a lot of it geared towards women, but men aren't free from it either. We see it less with men and maybe as women, we don't pick up on it as often, but it's definitely there. Again, looking at your physically fit man who's going to the gym, the the supreme macho guy who's supposed to be appealing for all women, the savior. Um, You know, you look at grooming for them, beards or no beards and what color hair they should have and what kind of fashion are they wearing? Mm -hmm. Like no one's really free from it. Yeah, yeah. And again, it goes all back to you, your personal mental state, you know? Yeah. How, like how, how much do you believe about right. this? It's mm-hmm. how much of it you take on as fact and okay, I don't look anything like this ad. I am wrong. I need to put all my time and energy into fixing this, or I need to curl up in a ball and give up mm-hmm. on life because it's not me or you just, okay, that's unrealistic. This is me. And you move on. Yeah. It's one or the other. It's really hard to find that middle ground, but if you work on it, you can do it. And and I think that's one of the things why I like to focus on the wellness piece of anti-aging, because I don't want to live in my 70s and 80s and 90s, maybe 100, but I don't want to live those years dreading each day because I hurt or, you know, everything I eat gets me heartburn or, you know, I can't take a walk with my grandbabies because my knees are gone or, you know, all those things. I, I think, you know, if we focus on what can we do to make ourselves healthy for those last 30, 40, 50 years of our lives, that's an, a body image that I would, I, I don't, you know, you may be a little hefty as I am, but you are still healthy, yes. you know? And, and I that, think that's and, the common misconception is it in mainstream society, healthy is, is skinny, right? It's having yeah. body. It's, it's not healthy. is not looking at your genetics, what you want for yourself, the physical builds of your mm-hmm. body and how to work with that, combining nutritious foods and the exercise that's right for you and working with your doctor, you know, people don't take that into consideration. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Next question. Tell us more about the Bohemian Beach Boutique Mission. You know, why did you start it? What was your thought process? Yeah. um, So I'll try and be quick with this because this is a lengthy one too. It kind of goes hand in hand with my coaching though. But I started the boutique in 2020 after I had taken uh, my own business coaching program. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew I wanted to advocate for women. And when I was plus size, I did have the secret love of fashion, but I also didn't feel worthy of fashion. So I wouldn't go out and spend the money on the clothes and the plus size shops. They're getting better, but especially back then, the options were absolute crap. Like you basically had tents and moo's to drape Mm -hmm. over your body, right? They had no understanding of how the body worked on a plus size woman. Anyway, so I, yeah, so I always loved fashion and having gone through my transformation inside, I knew that now that 
I was where I felt worthy of clothes. I felt worthy of myself. And I wanted to share that with other women. So Bohemian Beach Boutique is my way of giving back to women. It's very diverse, size inclusive to let everybody know that there is fashion for you. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not based on size. Everybody deserves to have fashion. And I went with the summer theme boutique because I love summer. I love the sun. I love being outdoors. I'm yeah, kind of too. miserable now that September's setting in in Canada and we're stepping yeah. into fall. Summer no went by tomorrow. <laughs> but when I was younger, I would travel all the time to Florida with my grandparents mm. and I would wear pants and those baggy t-shirts. Yeah, on the yeah. I didn't want to be in my bathing suit because mm. I didn't look like the girls in the string bikinis that were the thing yeah. back then in the nineties, right? I didn't look like them, but I didn't feel worthy of being in a bathing suit and so it's my way of reclaiming summer and taking that back so I want summer fashion I want people to wear tank tops and shorts and rompers and dresses and feel freaking good wherever they are wherever they travel that's so awesome yeah thank you the next is master your body mindset coaching what is a, a success story that you can share with us from one of your books uh, I recently worked uh, with a girl in Ontario. Um, she just did a testimonial for me. Um, like my grandma that I was saying at the beginning, she has a very negative mindset about her body. She's quite petite, but she would always wear larger clothes because she felt like she had to hide her body. Um, she basically had feelings that she was bigger than she was, completely fell into um, diet cult sure Mm -hmm. but she has actually we've had a great work through and she has actually gone down an entire size she is now wearing a size medium and she can probably go to a small but she's starting to realize that and it's baby steps and the fact that she has just gone from a size large to a size medium without physically changing her body. It was Mm -hmm. all her mind. Um, It's absolutely beautiful. And so just to hear how happy she was, and she just sent me a video recently actually wearing one of my tops from the boutique because she was so proud of that and how I helped her. So we're going to move on Mm -hmm. to the next step, but that's the most recent story that I want to share because that's on my heart right now. No, that's so wonderful. Well, congratulations to her as well. Thank you. I'll pass that on. So I read in your bio that you were a original member of 100 Most Powerful Women. When did that happen? And what has that done for you personally? Oh, huge. It's been wonderful in my life. Um, So 100 Most Powerful Women is a business mentorship and coaching program. I joined in May of 2021 and had a one-year membership. So I was part of the initial cohort. Um, It was absolutely fabulous. It's what made me realize that I wanted to leave my corporate job and pursue entrepreneurship and specifically advocate for women. And so it was through talking to my coaches and 100 Most Powerful Women that I launched Bohemian Beach Boutique. And then in a conversation with my coaches after I launched the boutique, I quickly realized that my mission went beyond fashion, that I wanted to do the actual body image coaching to help women actually transform their lives like I did mine internally to take that journey. 
um, and the opportunity that I've had to network and collaborate with women around the world, women I didn't even know existed, and just having that accountability mm -hmm. in my life and the positive support from everyone to keep going and not give up on yourself or your business. Um, it, it's been it's been huge. It was a, a wonderful opportunity for me, and it's where I am today. And my ongoing growth and success is going to be a result mm -hmm. of that starting point with the hundred most powerful women. So Thank much you. love to those coaches and all the girls yeah. that I met. Such a yeah. wonderful Fabulous story. Opportunity. The last one. Okay. What's next on your journey? Ooh. Um, I want to continue to grow with my coaching business. I'm mm -hmm. working right now at getting on some stages because I'm ready to share my story more specifically um, in front of big crowds. Um, so that's up for me right now is looking at international travel to um, share my story in person. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. It is time now for me to warn anybody that is just listening that if you haven't grabbed a paper and pencil to grab one because I'm going to share my screen and give contact information for Caitlin. So if you are watching this, you can do a screenshot. All right. So her website is the bohobeachboutique.ca. But if you really want to connect with her, go to her Facebook page, which is facebook.com groups coach caitlin so that's c-o-a-c-h-k-a-i-t-l-i-n so again facebook if you just google or google if you search coach caitlin i'm sure you'll find it she is also on youtube she is also on linkedin as uh, first name last name and some long number i always tell you just do caitlin christmas search the name <laughs> and you will be able to find it she has an offer for you today. So I'm going to let Caitlin talk to you about this and how to get it. Absolutely. Um, so if you make a request to get into my Facebook group, you can also find on Facebook by searching Master Your Body with Coach Caitlin. Um, you can either use the link or type that in. But my gift for you today is a copy of my PDF, which is seven steps to redirect your body image mindset and kickstart your transformational journey. Um, so all you viewers will receive it in PDF. And I also now have an audio format. So you'll get the PDF wow. and an MP4. So if you don't feel like reading, you're just out and about like a podcast, awesome. you can play it in the background to get you going. That's awesome. Of that the first three people who do make the request, um, for these copies, you'll also receive a free one hour coaching session with me to talk about mm -hmm. some of your limiting beliefs and what might be affecting, um, to see if some of your body image might be affecting your confidence and where you're at in life and what some of your goals are. All right. So everybody needs to go to her Facebook page so you can take advantage of that free complimentary call, as well as get that seven steps to reprogram your mindset. Yeah. Kickstart your journey. On yeah. Your you can do yes, it. definitely. All right. Last time for everybody to go to screenshots. So it has flown by, but I want to thank you so much for being my guest today and sharing your tips, your great advice, your stories, and maybe having some people think, hmm, that's me. And maybe, maybe it's time for you to get a coach to help you change your mindset, clear up that bad body image and realize that you are a wonderful, wonderful person and you should just believe that. Yes. 
Thank so you thank so you. much, Vicki, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And yes, to everyone out there, know that you are worthy and capable of all your dreams. You just got to go inside, pluck out the bad and see <laughs> your true value. Take that it for what it's true. worth, girl. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. So as always, I end with until next time, remember that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.